0: Welcome back to the original Box Set Shadowrun podcast. In our last episode, Zoe and Alan were unable to get in touch with Sunny to pass off their prisoner and get paid. Zoe made it to her office and managed to get into the waiting room before she realized she had messed up. With no way to reach Alan, this may be the last mistake she'll ever get to make. Our GM is Max. Zoe is played by Sarah, and Alan is played by Robin. We hope you enjoy listening.
1: You walk into the front area... You see all the, the doors and whatnot that leave the different locations, hallway that goes down to other locations. You walk up to the door that you know goes to sunny's and
2: it's locked. Oh, she doesn't have a receptionist? No, she didn't have a receptionist. That virtual thing. So I'll knock on her door. Nothing. What's the Matrix look like in here? I'm going to break into her office.
1: All right.
2: <laughs> but like in a nice way. Not in a, taking... Of course, of course,
1: in a nice yeah, way. Yes. Yeah. Suppose, sure. I'm trying to remember the, the landscape.
3: There's door like uh, in the in the main hallway there's like as the elevators and the other things that like, go up, and then there's a large staircase and then there's like you would think of as like a, a downstairs access steps, not part of the office. So you go down those steps and that's where the first door is. Yeah, so you're down a flight of stairs. Yeah.
1: From the main hall. Mhm. Okay. Sliding into the matrix. The icons in the area. There's arcologies floating above you, and anchored here in this location is a host that has. Uh, how would your ho- how would your office name be listed on this host? I don't,
3: what does
1: that mean? Yes. Well, like it's like advertisement. It's what you 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 block. You know, because this oh, is your host. Right, right, right. What does it look like when someone walks up to your host in the Matrix? I, well, I
3: don't understand.
2: Yeah, would you advertise as a psychiatrist?
1: So in the host, there's going to be an access point. So there's going to be an icon uh-huh. that shows that there's a host here, uh-huh. and it's going to have a plaque that says, uh,
3: "Dr. Sylvia Daly, M.D."
1: Now, is it going to be like a gold plaque, just plain and simple? Or is it going to be something matrixy and shiny, neon, flashing I mean, lights? Go go girls! About
3: funny here, it's not going to be flashy. She doesn't give a shit.
1: No go go girls. Yeah. No. I was hoping.
3: No, nothing. It's not, and because, you know, it's nothing to bring attention to herself. It's like, this is this, and that's that, and I don't need any, you know, crazies just coming down to me without a referral. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's a couple of other bil- businesses in the area that are planted in this area with their hosts as well. So this is not an unusual sign. Some companies actually have a master host and then a bunch of little, like, offices or... Little icons to go with it. But this area, specifically, you see that this there's uh, an investment firm here. They have their own little host over there. Sunny's got her host sitting there. There's another doctor over here who's a gynecologist. His host is sitting over there. So this is a somewhat ritzy section of the Matrix downtown. The noise level, we'll say, is two. Really quiet. Okay. A lot of spam filters in the area keeping the traffic low.
2: Would I be able to tell the device rating on her host? Not until you walked in the front room. Because right now you're in the Matrix looking
1: at her host. You access it, you enter the host. Remember, there's two sides to a host. The public and the private.
2: Okay, well, I'm going to go on the public side first. Yay, you're in. Matrix
1: perception.
3: I would have to say that I would usually let Nancy do all of that because, you know, I'm not a person who uses AR. Right. Five. But she's very, you know...
1: Yeah, I just need. She's very
3: into it, and so she's very exploratory with uh, with the world. So this is part of how she gets to explore. Okay,
1: Okay, we can go with that. I'll make. I'll do the uh, rest of the descriptions following suit with that. Okay, you step in. In the host, it is there is soft Japanese music playing, uh, folk music. You can uh, see that there are bamboo, small bamboo trees. The sound of waterfalls in the background. You're in a traditional style office. There is a, a small sand garden off to one side, the whole, where you do the raking of the sand to make it look like a particular shape. The only thing there in there is a posted sign that says the office hours with an edit saying that The doctor is currently not receiving new patients, and the hours of operation say that she would be open, but there's another edit to the sign saying, due to a schedule change, temporarily closed. Please check your email for changes to your appointments.
2: Okay. What's the device rating on the host?
1: What'd you make on your matrix perception?
3: Five. It's a two... Ah, oh, that's adorable.
2: Breaking the law, breaking the law, breaking, breaking the law, breaking the law. Okay, so I am going to go stealth mode.
4: Got
1: it.
2: And, <laughs> and then pop into her host.
1: Alrighty then. So, first thing you need to do is get some marks on that host.
2: So I'm gonna run, uh, one virtual machine with signal scrub to get rid of that noise from downtown.
1: When you walk in, when you're standing at the stairs, the sound from downtown is gone. The noise has gone down to a, a one. Oh,
2: fantastic.
1: And you're so close, you don't lose any sound. You don't lose anything for distance. Okay. And it's also a sunny day, so there's no weather issues.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to use my exploit, baby monitor, and that's with my virtual machine. Stealth. Stealth. That way I get a plus one to my sleeves. Okay. Question. Are we going to do it like before where you can tell me where the computer, what the computer rolls so I can kind of pull my punches a little bit?
1: Yes. Because it's such okay. a, a low rating host, it should be easy to manipulate. Let me go ahead and get my dice roller up. Okay. Hosts get four dice. gets double the host rating. Mm-hmm. All right. So go ahead and roll. It got no successes. Oh, then I'll just buy one. All right, to get three marks onto it. Is that what you're doing? You get a minus 10 for that. You weren't
2: doing that? Hold on. Yes. All three marks at once. All right.
1: All three marks are on. You now have access to all three marks. You can now move to the private side of the host. All right, so on this side of the host, it has a very Japanese theme. On the other side of the host, it has a Japanese theme as well. But you can see that there is an active secretary program running, and all other a varieties of other files and folders are up and active. Uh, like normal, you can't see into the archive. You actually have to get the secretary program to go into the archive and pull anything out. You'd have to spoof it. So things that are active are calendar, the secretary program, waste bin.
2: What does the calendar say on it for today? I mean, I know, like, this is probably just for her patients, but when would be the next day that she's coming back into the office or did
1: It's all been blocked out. All of it? All has been blocked out, like, to, like three months down the road. It's all been blocked out. Wow. Okay. There's also, oh, you'll see tags, too. Now that you're on this side, you'll see the tags that are run silent in the room, such as voice. Re- do, you, do you do voice recordings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, voice recorders. There's your voice recorder in the the downstairs room, where her office is at, uh, you'll see that the, the door, the door that you're standing next to physically is, is unlockable at this point in time because you have three marks on the system. You could spoof it to say, hey, open the door. And so you could physically walk down in there.
2: Does she have video running in her office?
1: Yeah, you have a video in your office, right? Because that's how Nancy sees everything. Right. So, yes. Okay, so I'm going to turn it off the video. You turn it off the video?
2: Okay. Turn off the video and the audio recording and then...
1: You're going to have to spoof that. Okay. Spoof, spoof. Hacking plus intuition versus its logic and firewall. One success. (laughs) Okay, what did we get? Uh,
2: I was just going to buy two. You're
1: going to buy two. All right. Buying two spoofs the camera and we'll go ahead and say the audio, both in the same kind of setup to turn off. Uh, Or shut down. They're not really running right now, but they're able to turn on. But you basically told them,
2: go into maintenance mode. Yeah. Okay, then I'll go ahead and open the door. Okay.
3: So which door is she opening? The very first door?
2: The front door,
1: yeah. Okay. All right, so you open the front door. You're at the bottom of the stairs. You open the front door. Slide back to your body, kind of. And I'm assuming you're doing this all in AR, right? Yeah. Because you haven't hot sent in or anything. So right now you have a minus two to actual world perception. Got to kind of move slowly as you're looking at everything. It's all weird. Like you move down, you want to do the description for you. Yeah.
3: So there's a short hallway followed by a door that leads into the waiting room, and I think that door is always locked as well, unless there's an appointment to person that she's expecting.
1: Okay, so that puts her in the waiting room. Yeah. Now, in from this side, you see it's just the waiting room. You know chair.
3: Mm-hmm. There's a, a chair, pictures. there's a, um, you can see that there is a, uh, drink maker that has both hot, cold, and alcoholic beverages, and a very large flat screen that's currently turned off that makes up almost the entire section of the wall. Okay.
1: All right, since you've walked physically in here and the cameras have been shut off, the secretary program will turn on the TV and say, Greetings. Unfortunately, Dr. Dalen is not taking patients today. An error has occurred. The front door should not have been opened for you. I'd like to thank you for attending Dr. Dalen, coming to Dr. Dalen's office today, but she is not going to be able to assist you.
2: I will send a message to... It's an, a very important that I get in contact with her. Uh, a message to this... The secretary? Yeah. Okay. One second...
1: And this adds one and three more.
2: Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All
1: right, make a mixture of perception. Seven. Awesome. And what is your current data processing?
2: Uh, it would be
1: six. Okay, so six of those count. Right. Okay, the secretary will then say... Unfortunately, Dr. Dalen is not able to return calls, nor become in contact with any patients or possible patients at this time. She is indisposed until further notice.
2: Well, if you can tell her her package is ready for pickup, and then I'll get out of here.
1: Okay. The secretary responds with, Unfortunately, Dr. Dalen is not able to receive... Messages at this time, and she goes into the, the same spiel beforehand. Whatever. As you go to leave, the bootstrap program, which has been placed onto your deck, activates and will follow up with a brute force while a link lock is running. Ooh, that's exciting. The host just jumped from a two to a five. How
4: does it do that?
1: Because. It's able to disguise part of its running procedures because of reasons. All right. Cyber combat is a three. Logic is a seven. She can, because the host is a five, it gives her an attack value of ten. So that's ten there. She can be running. She's running link lock, bootstrap, and tarball. Tarball is going to give her a Did she
2: make the, the link lock on me?
1: No, she's about to.
2: Okay, is there a way that I can, like, jack out?
1: It's called roll initiative.
2: Oh, oh, excellent. This is so exciting. Just probably got a higher initiative.
1: (laughs) Remember, you're only an AR. Which is? Your normal D6 plus whatever you've got, unless you've got wired reflexes or something.
2: No, I would have... Okay, no, I don't have that. It wouldn't be cold send?
1: Nope. Cold Sim, you'd be sitting on the ground right now.
2: Ah. Oh, no, that's nine. Sweet. Nine what? No, 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 hold on. Fourteen. Awesome.
1: She has a nineteen. Fuck. Okay. So, on nineteen, the secretary looks at you and she spouts out her stuff and you're just like, alright, fine, you left the message, you tried, you turn to leave. The secretary's hands clasped together and when she pulls back More than one set of hands appear, and she says, Activating defense mechanisms, bringing on black ice countermeasures. Bootstrap, activate. All right, so she put a bootstrap into your system. It causes your firewall to drop by three points.
2: Okay. So that would
1: be... Three. So your firewall becomes a three for the defense purposes against this attack. Okay. Bootstrap was a program she put onto your computer. Bootstrap is now attached a tarball to your system. That's what's bringing your firewall down. Okay. So she, lo- while you were standing there, those eight successes was for you to notice that the host, as because you have marks on it, allowed was allowed to slide a program into your deck. Okay. No, she already did her mark. So she had one mark to be able to put a bootstrap on you. So you have a mark. You might have been able to see that. I mean, it's pretty evident at this point. All right, so she's going to data spike you. Cyber plus logic is a 10. She gets five from the host, which makes it 15. Her depth allows her to increase it by three more dice, making it 18 dice for her to roll for a data spike. Jesus! The host rating is five, so her attack value is 10. You get your intuition plus firewall to resist. Do I get Kuma on this, or is it... Yeah, if you want to bring Kuma out, she got 10 successes. The most she can actually pull off. Seven. Okay, your attack has a damage value equal to the rating of your attack program with one additional box of damage per net hit. Two additional boxes of damage for each mark you have on the target. This damage is matrix damage resisted by target's device rating plus firewall. Okay, so the attack value... Of the host is a five, so that means it's ten points of damage. Okay. With one additional box of damage per net hit. So you knocked seven of the ten she got, so she got three. That's thirteen points of damage. You resist that with your device rating plus the firewall. Okay. Kuma jumps out to take it. Kuma's device rating is his his level.
2: Okay, so ten.
1: So you're throwing... Kuma's task now is to take the hit for this one. You get to add in your current firewall of three.
2: Okay, plus ten. Seven.
1: Okay, that'll stop seven of the 13 points of damage going towards your deck. Since Kuma is taking the brunt of it, that means Kuma takes seven points of damage. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what his hit points are. I do. Can he handle it? Yeah, he can, he can take that.
2: But okay. uh, it's not a small hit. Right. That's why I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Alright,
1: now, unfortunately, because Kuma was hit, he's linked locked to this location. Shit. Which means he can't do anything. You have to jack him out. That's a jack-out maneuver.
2: Okay. And that was on
1: 19, and your initiative was what?
2: Uh, uh, 14.
1: So we will hit 14 next. Okay. You want to give Kuma the command to jack out? Yes. It's his hardware, it's his level plus his willpower. His limit is his firewall. And it's versus the logic and attack of the current situation, which is 17 plus 3, 20 (laughs) dice.
2: I forget how sprites work. Their firewall.
1: I'll tell you in a second. Okay. His firewall is his level plus 2.
2: Okay, so he gets 22 altogether. Yep. Okay, so he got 10.
1: Which is two more. So the link lock goes down. You command him to to log off. Kuma immediately shuts down, which means you get no bonuses from him for the rest of this round. That's fine. Your action is a complex action of giving Kuma a command. You have a free action left on your turn.
2: Free action. Wait, jacking out is a simple action.
1: Yes, but giving a command to a sprite isn't.
2: Right. Right. I am unsure as to what free action I can do.
1: You reach back and pull the cord on you.
2: Oh, then that, then.
1: All right, get ready for some dump shock. Let's do this! So you're just going to pull the cord as quickly as possible. That's going to cause you dump shock. You know that, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know.
1: I got to reread how that works out. So give me a second.
2: Well, I either take dump shock or I die. That's what I'm thinking right now. So I may just be unconscious in the hallway.
1: Good news. As long as you're not cold simmed or hot simmed in, just jacking out, pulling the plug so your deck's no longer working, will do nothing to you.
2: Fantastic.
1: Because you never were fully immersed. You're not going to take any damage. Yes. All right. You pull the cord. Your computer shuts down. The door to the stairwell locks shut. Because remember, you're in the waiting room.
2: Uh that's exciting.
1: So you're no longer in the host. You have no Overwatch score building up. And you're now locked in a room that's about five meters underground. Yay! Alan, what do you want to do?
4: <laughs> I'm not really going to be worried until about one o'clock. Trying to make sure I leave no traces in the car. I'm going to sit, watch... Turn the news on try eat something. Okay. And then once one o'clock rolls around, I'm gonna text what's going on.
1: Alright, so about one o'clock rolls around. Before that, between uh, that time, what is Zabora gonna do to try to get out?
2: Um, is there a keypad next to the door? No. There's nothing. Nope. Like no electrical equipment whatsoever. It's all in DOS matrix.
1: Yep. Inside the host.
2: Not entirely sure. Uh, right now at this moment.
1: (laughs) You make strength rolls to try to break the door down.
2: Yeah, I don't have, I don't have that. I guess I'll call Alan!
1: (laughs) You get nothing. What? You get no reception down here. Oh no. The noise level seems to have increased really, really high. Where there was no noise level just a short period ago, there's an incredible amount of noise.
2: Well, shit.
1: Makes a matrix perception. Yeah. Cassie is sharing an image of what she thinks her secretary looks like.
2: I can kind of see it on the stream.
1: There you guys go. Uh, what did you make on your matrix perception? Four. Okay. She's not trying too hard. There are three marks on your your comlink. Ah,
2: fantastic! Then let's go ahead. I guess I'm gonna have to erase the mark here. Plus, it.
1: It requires attack. You have to turn your deck back on.
2: Yeah, I know. Do you have an attack dongle on your comlink? I know I wrote one down somewhere, but I don't know if we went through the thing of like actually buying it. I know. I know you have a
1: firewall dongle, which increases the do- the firewall of a device. But that's about the only dongle you actually have. So the screen behind you in the darkness illuminates. A translucent woman, colors mostly blue and white, appears. As the picture I've shown, it's the secretary. She no longer has multiple arms like she had a minute ago. She looks like she did when you first came into the host. She will say, Your breaking in is unacceptable. I do apologize about locking the door behind you. ...and attempting to end your bio functions, It is necessary because you are trespassing, and I've identified you as a threat. Until I can calculate the most appropriate actions, I will detain you here until further notice.
2: Are you like a... Uh, can you understand me? Like, are you just an AI, or are you an actual AI, or are you just a message...
1: I guess you can refer to me as an AI. That is a word that some people use. I do not like to refer to me as artificial though.
2: Okay. It's important. I work I I work with sunny.
1: I know who you are. I can understand that it is important. Important enough to break into a building, but that yeah. does not change the fact that you have done this and it has set off my security protocols.
2: Well, can you stop them? Because I need to know I need to know where she is. What if she's in trouble? Like, that's why I came here. To see if she was in trouble or not. To get any clues. Because we can't get a hold of her. Her phone is down.
1: Neither can I get a hold of her. Sunny, at this point, as far as to my knowledge, is not in danger. I am awaiting contact if there is danger.
2: Well, then why can't I get, in, get her contact information? It, like, I can't get a hold of her at all. Like, her phone is disconnected. Like, when was the last time you heard from her?
1: I cannot reveal that information to you.
2: Well, how about this? I talked to her two days ago. No, it wasn't two days ago. It was yesterday, early in the morning. Since then, her phone has been disconnected, and it's very strange. Like, it's not like her to not answer her phone.
1: It just the, the image on the screen seems to be staring at you.
2: Okay, well, then I guess we'll just sit here... Until you make contact with her, and you can tell her that I'm in your office. In her office. Which could be days, but at least there's a drink machine. You haven't turned that off, have you? Also, is there a bathroom? Okay, well, I'm going to pee in that potted plant over there. (laughs) I hope you don't mind. A section of the
1: wall will slide a little bit. There is a restroom. You can use the facilities there.
2: Thank you. Then I'll, I'll use the restroom, and then I'll walk over... Can I get a drink? Is that okay?
1: I can detect that you're you are no level no near any level of dehydration. Fluids are not required for you at this time.
2: Okay. Well then I'm just gonna sit over here in this chair. Can I can I play a game on my phone? Cause it's gonna get real boring.
1: Continues to stare at you.
2: Cool. I'm just gonna sit over there and like start playing on my phone. Okay. If it lets me play a game.
1: It's not doing anything. It's got three marks on your phone. That's what you've noticed. you your playing phone and your game on your phone. Alan, one o'clock comes around. You make a phone call. You, you try to get a hold of Zamora, and you hear...
3: We're sorry, but the number you have reached is not in service at this time. Please check the number or try your call again
0: later. Thank you. Goodbye.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just
4: Oh list of (laughs) expletives Try calling Sunny, see if her number has come up.
3: (laughs) We're sorry, but the number you have reached is not in service at this time. Please check the number or try your call again later. Thank you. Goodbye. I'll just keep just keep calling Zoe
4: every half a minute
3: (laughs) until (laughs) (laughs) We're sorry, but we're sorry, bud. We're sorry, bud. We're sorry, bud.
4: I have no idea what else I be, I could do, because Tech and I are not friends. And i still got to sit on the bastard.
1: Now you have a dilemma. The person who knows Tech can't be reached. You know where she was last at, but you've got a guy to sit on, and he just wants to be let go.
4: Well, do I know where she last was? Because I haven't been to Sunny's office.
1: You do know that Sunny works downtown. I know that much.
4: Yes. This is awful. (laughs) At the next uh, call, I'm going to say, if this is something that is actually listening, connect so. If it is not, I'm coming to
3: your location.
1: Nothing seems to change, except you're yelling at your phone that says...
3: (laughs) We're sorry, but the number you have reached is not in service at this time. Please check the number, or try your call again later. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) This is terrible.
1: How many days, Alan?
4: I'm going to try twice more, and then I'm going to pack up the, the bugger and use the car.
1: What time of day is it?
4: Probably around, probably only uh, 10 minutes after I started this whole mess.
1: About 1 <laughs> o'clock in the daytime.
4: Yep. And I'm going to pack up the bugger and get in the car. I'm going to stealth.
1: You're going to carry a tied up gagged man down a flight of stairs across an open parking lot next to a road and throw him into the back of a car.
2: Put him in the duffel bag that I got in the stocking cart. I'm to put
4: him in a, one of the boxes and shove him in that. Oh, my God. What the
1: hell, man? All right. Um, there's no dice roll for contortioning someone into a bag, but he does have to make a body roll because I'm pretty sure he's not designed to do that. Uh, how much strength do you... <laughs> you got to fold
3: him at the
2: knees and then fold him in the...
3: Like, oh my God. Don't you have like some form of negotiation or something you can like get this guy on your side temporarily or
1: whatever? All right. So, uh, what's your strength score there, Alan?
4: I've still got it boosted.
1: We're gonna. We're okay. So we're assuming that you're still you still have it boosted. Okay. All right. Go ahead and make your strength score. He made one success to resist <laughs> your bending him into the duffel bag.
4: Really, I. I'm very sorry about this. He's not. (laughs) Wait, before I just had a brainwave, can I order out for a bigger box? Yes. I'm going to order for one large crate to be delivered to this, my current place, ASAP.
1: Make your computer logic roll. You don't have to roll. I'm just going to let you know that ordering this box is going to take about five hours to get here. You're not in downtown Seattle where to be here in ten minutes by drone.
4: But it's more convenient than shoving him in a...
1: You have another opportunity. Yes? You have a toilet seat. It does stun damage.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's even better. All right.
1: A dirty, dirty toilet seat. You could club him. If you're careful, and you might knock him unconscious, and he'll won't resist you.
4: Oh well, in that case, I just use my my nice handy dandy quarter staff.
1: There you go. Problem solved. All right, make your agility plus quarter staff skill roll. You're saying that you're pulling your punch to do stun damage. Yep. Alrighty then.
2: Oh God! That look. There's a giant cockroach over there. Very Version. Three successes.
1: Alright, so what is your quarterstaff skill at, by the way?
4: It's
1: a four. Ah, and so you have an agility at four as well. Got it. You whack him. Um, His body and willpower are probably about a four. Go ahead and uh, see, it'd probably be strength plus two plus successes, so we're looking at your strength score is what? Six? Yes. So we got about 8, 11 stun damage. Yeah. Potential of actually doing lethal damage because he only has a body and willpower of 4.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, alright, you do actual physical damage to him. Crack! Oh, alright, he goes unconscious. But you think that hit was a little bit too hard. Cause his head did this wobbly thing after you hit it.
4: Well, oh, I'll, I'll do this first aid.
1: He's unconscious. He's taken one physical box of damage.
4: Oh, that's fine. He'll survive that. (laughs) Pack him in the truck.
1: Just a mild concussion. He didn't need those childhood memories. All right, you pack him into the bag, and now he's not fighting. It's so much easier to get him in there and towed him back out to the car.
4: I'm not back, they'll loot the place. I cleaned it up for them, so... I left it in better condition than I found it.
2: We still have the room for a week. Yes. So we can always come back there. Yep. Not a big deal. Put him in the seat neck
4: put, put the box in the seat next to me and start driving the, the car.
1: It's a duffel bag, not a box.
4: Yeah, the duffel bag.
1: <laughs> checking the weather, checking the weather. It was it was sunny. It was supposed to be it's supposed to be sunny for most of the day. What did we get?
4: For six hours.
1: Yes, for six hours. It's going to be a good three-hour drive back in the town, so you're going to be getting back in the town about four o'clock. How are you going to find Sunny's place?
4: I'm going to try computers, all. All
1: right, Matrix Perception.
4: I had to have her name because back when she first hired me, she was hiring me to get some. Uh, I have her the name she's using for a practice.
1: Yes. All right, so make a computer plus intuition roll.
4: Yep. Two successes.
1: You are able to find an address for Dr. Dalen, M.D. in downtown Seattle.
4: Okay, I go there.
1: You're able to find a parking garage not too far up the street. Interesting enough, there is this really cool rustic-looking pickup truck that has a deer skull mounted... Onto the front end of it that has antlers still attached to it and everything. And there's a gun rack in the back. And uh, bones. What looks like deer bones. I mean, you park right next to you. you get out and you're like, oh, wow. This thing looks like it's like a, a psychopath's vehicle. All the chains Oops. and gas can and stuff in it.
4: You <laughs> look and then go irrelevant at the moment, essentially. And then go go to the office.
1: As you begin heading that direction, the sun is slowly slinking behind the dark clouds that begin bringing in the downpour. People begin pulling out their hover robo-drones, which are little drones that fly over their heads, and others are pulling out umbrellas as the rain begins pouring in, and you can see it coming down the street like a wall of gray it takes you a few turns of the block as the rain begins. You find an entrance into a building that seems to suggest this is where you'll need to be. It's now about six o'clock in the afternoon. You're kind of famished, tired, and aggravated. You know that in a parking garage with a meter running it, there's a man who's unconscious. You know because you put him there. You walk in. The first door, you know, you begin looking at a labeling, and you see a sign that points for Dalen, and it goes down. And you see a flight of stairs nearby. I go down the. As you walk, you get down the stairs and you see a door that shows Dr. Sylvia Dalin, MD, on the plaque outside.
4: Okay. Um, I try it.
1: (laughs) It's locked. Sarah. The front door handle is jiggling. Um. I'm assuming by this time you've sat for hours now. You've been here since 11. It's now 6 o'clock. Yeah. Did you try turning your deck on? Nope. Well, come on, turn it on. Just, I don't wanna. Just turn it on. No. Nope. I got 22 dice to put marks on it. No. Nope. Okay. The door handle's jiggling. The TV is not on. You, you can only assume that the cameras that are watching this area are.
2: Okay. I'll wait for a second. And, like, kind of get closer. I'll get up and, like, go closer to the door a little bit. Maybe. No. Yes. Yes. Do I hear anything on the other side? Like, is it a familiar rustling? What the hell does that mean? Like, I don't, don't know. You, no. no, you
3: don't you know what's on the other side of the you, door. You
2: can't recognize
1: Alan's familiar rustling.
3: Yeah, Maybe I can. You're not that close. Besides,
2: these guys is a troll. I have a 13 in memory.
1: Anyways, continue. <laughs> this is all you guys, not me. I mean...
2: Right. I, right.
4: I, I make a knock and go, you in there?
2: Oh my god. Oh my god. And I'll knock on the other side of the door. Alan, I am stuck in here. <laughs> I've got a solution to that
4: unfortunately I don't think sonny's gonna appreciate it but it's her fault anyway
2: what <laughs> what's
4: happening I'm gonna break this bloody door is what's going to happen
2: oh shit ah uh, can you do it carefully
4: <laughs> Play it carefully
2: uh we gotta lock it afterwards <laughs> I'll go buy some bloody...
1: Explosives.
4: Plywood, if you want. And then I'll just break this bloody glass.
1: There's no glass on the door. It's just metal. It's just a metal door.
2: Okay, I'll... I'll buy some sheet metal and a welder. So, is it like a door that closes like this? Like, it comes together in the middle? Or is it like... Slides over completely
1: on the side, like how... It's a swinging door. All the ah. doors on the inside are the kind that slide in and out of walls and are all cool-like.
4: Wait, are there hinges?
1: Yes, they are hinges. They're on no side of the door.
4: Is there a way to get a screwdriver in?
1: Uh, no.
4: Is there a butter knife in there?
1: <laughs> you could probably slide a butter knife under the door. I mean, you'd have to rip up that little rubber lining
4: are there on the store? Are are they the kind you can just pop off easily?
1: All right. Make a logic plus architectural engineering skill.
2: Could I use escape artist or is that like a physical like
1: thing? That's a physical escape artist.
2: What about? Well, no
1: escape artist. Yeah, we'll we'll let that fly. Yeah.
2: I got a whopping four.
1: They're double-capped pins. You're going to need to pry off the caps off one of the end and then have a hammer to chis- hammer to pin it out. And so you're going to need some way to cut off the caps off one of the ends. It's possible, but you're going to need some tools and some time.
3: I'm going to try Sunny one more time, or I just break this door open. <laughs> We're sorry, but the number you have reached is not active and is not in service at this time. Please check the number or try your call again later. Thank you. Goodbye. Right.
2: (laughs) And there's nothing in the room that I could finagle into something that I could, like, pry or pop off the things.
1: You'd bust up some furniture. Try hitting it a bunch.
2: Could I? What kind of furniture is it? Could I unscrew, like, pieces if I had, let's say, a pocket knife? Yeah, yeah,
1: it's... I'm pretty sure it's kind of Ikea-ish. It's it's tough to be unscrewed. Okay. You don't have a pocket knife, though.
2: Yes, I do. I have my uncle's pocket knife.
1: Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. i got an idea, Alan. I'm going to disassemble some of this furniture. Okay. And see yeah. if I can get through it. I just don't... I just don't want to fuck up her office too much. (laughs)
4: Yes, yes, makes sense.
2: Yeah. Start taking apart the IQ furniture. Okay, Alan, what are you doing at this time?
4: I'm gonna go back. Wait a moment. I need to go check on the bugger.
1: Yep. Okay. As you begin heading back up the stairs, you notice down the length of the hallway. There's a security guard, and uh, he's standing in the elevators, and he's just kind of leaning out as he sees you coming up. Everything okay?
4: Oh, yes. Um, This is probably going to be a con roll to fake everything (laughs) being okay. Yes, yes, sir. New patient of Dr. Dalens. Didn't know she was out of the office today.
1: Go ahead, roll con plus charisma.
4: Two successes.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the you know, with the sun being out almost all day, I can't see why anybody would be at work.
4: I know, so true.
1: All right, well, you have a good day. He turns and he walks back down the hall.
4: I go check, check on the bugger I've got knocked out in the car. Make sure he's still knocked out in the car. And then I go search... Look over the truck and the guy's car. To see if I can find anything resembling a chisel or something. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty sure there's a jack handle, a chisel, uh, some just a variety of tools in there.
4: I'll take the chisel. I'm going to pass it under the door. All right. And a screwdriver.
1: You check on the guy. By the time, by this time, we're gonna. I'm gonna roll some dice to see if he's gotten conscious. Nope, he's not conscious. You head back down to the office, towards Sonny's office.
4: Actually, is there enough room to pass a hammer under? No. No? Huh.
1: No. You're having to jab this through and rip up the rubber just to get it in there.
2: Okay. Well, That's fine. I can use a piece of the Ikea furniture as a hammer.
4: <laughs> I got you a chisel and a screwdriver.
2: Okay. That's... Excellent.
1: Let's do this. Bink. All right, so you've got a, a chair leg, you're beating on this to knock off the end caps, and you turn the chisel around, and you're beating on the other end to make the... And you're making headway. Go ahead and make a strength test. Plus escape artist. What? Is, uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got a whopping two dice!
1: Woo! Two dice, two dice, two dice. I got one! Woo! One success. Bang, 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 bang. How are you doing, Alan? By the way, now it's like 8, 9 o'clock at night.
4: I'm keeping an eye out for the security guard.
1: Okay, fair enough. At some point, he does come back down, especially hearing the banging.
4: I've probably changed my physical mask.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And what do you do about the banging?
2: Uh, You have to... Actually, I'm going to
1: cast
4: stealth on the door, if that's possible. It muffles sound.
1: Okay, roll. Make it happen, because he's got perception. FYI, this is not some. This security guard is not the average security guard because this is a high end building with a lot of high end people in it. So I'm giving him an intuition of four and a perception of five.
4: Yeah, I'm going to try for a force level six stealth. You better. So I'm rolling against got four. I have nine
1: dice to roll.
4: And I'll spend. I'll spend my edge, reroll sixes if I get any.
1: Okay, what do we got? There we go. Two! Two successes. All right, so a force rating six stealth. Yeah. It gives two extra dice to a, a, a for the purpose of stealthing or not being detected.
4: It's a sound muffling spell, basically, from what I remember.
1: Right, right. And I think it causes them to lose two dice to their detection. You must resist the drain, which is force minus two, so you selected a six. So you're yes. rolling it against four. Ha. They even say, the spell makes no noise knocking on a door, but the door would make noise hitting the floor or the wall. So you're casting it on the door, so hitting the door is the only sound it's going to muffle. Okay, so yeah, he's going against a force rating 6 to notice the banging sound.
4: Is this an area likely to get uh, vagrants? No. Okay, what would yeah, be I a- mean,
1: it looks too clean. They even have those bumpy, ridgy things outside the building so vagrants can't sleep in the little nooks. That's
4: a good, that's a good disguise for this area. Made. Tuition oh, plus. Staff,
1: yes. Oh, he gets an intuition plus logic, so that's probably going to be four plus three, seven dice. Bam. No successes. But he got five successes on his perception to so pay attention that shit's going on. I mean, he doesn't hear the banging on the door. But he's definitely going to see Alan hovering around if Alan's still
3: there.
4: What form? What form? Ugh. Orc Janitor. Okay. Force level. We'll go with a force level 4 physical mask.
1: Okay. Alright, go ahead and roll your spell. Uh, since it's a 4, you're going to have to at least make one success. And then you're going to need to drain versus force minus one, so you're going to have to first drain for... Oh, did you You haven't rolled the other drain, by the way, have you? Yeah,
4: what what is the drain? Sorry.
1: The drain on the previous one was force minus two, so it's a four, and you made... It looks like one success on that. Yep. So you take three, and what's your magic rating? Four. So it was above your magic rating, which means that it did physical damage. It did three physical damage to you. So right now you're operating with a minus one on this next dice roll. All
4: right. Okay. Two successes on the physical mask and four successes to resist drain.
1: All right. With those four successes, you won't take any drain. You are minus in the one dice. So your physical mask goes off. At this point in time, the security guard comes down and you look like an orc janitor. I'm assuming, you know, you got a mop and stuff because you're quarter staff.
4: Yeah, I, did, I looked for some props during the, the time.
1: And he goes, hey, buddy, everything okay down here? Yeah. And he's just like, uh, you guys aren't supposed to be on this floor until sometime later tonight. Yeah. He raises an eyebrow. All right, just make sure everything gets taken care of. Yep. Make a judge intent. Free. He bought it. Yep. All right, Zo. So, this is an extended test, by the way. One success is not enough. You need to keep rolling. rolling. Alan, you're hanging around trying to stay invisible. Another one. It's moving up. Hells yes. <laughs> she gets to resist the spell too. Uh, she's got 11 dice to resist Alan's spell for it's st- silence. Okay, she succeeds. Getting only three. So this, it's definitely messing with her monitors. The screen will pop on as you're banging away. Well, you're, you're, make, you're, you're hitting it, but it's not making a noise. The, the room illuminates because of the screen behind you. That is the worst direction for egress, she will say.
2: Okay, well, what do you suggest we do as egress? Egress is not
1: an option for you. You have broken enter into Dr. Dalen's office. You are to be detained here.
2: Who are you talking to? I don't know. She's got a personal assistant in here.
1: (sighs) How have you caused the door to remain silent while you do that? That is unnatural. I'm going to confuse her. I would like to ask you again to cease and desist this form of egress. It is damaging Dr. Dalen's property.
2: Well, I'm trying to be as careful as possible.
1: You have already damaged some of the furniture.
2: No, I've just taken it apart. I can put it back together before I leave. By my
1: estimation, you have done over 85% damage to that table. It will never stay straight again.
2: How much does it cost? I'll I'll reimburse her. The table was purchased for 2,000 yen. Then I'll give her 2,000 yen next time I see her.
1: That is not the point. The point was you said you tried to not damage it, which means you failed.
2: Yes, I understand. I'm a failure. Thanks for rubbing it in, Nancy. Whatever your name is.
1: My name is Nancy. You go back to hammering away. At this point in time, she will say, I would like to ask you again to cease and desist from damaging the property. Then let me go! I can't do that. Why? Because you have have shown that you are a threat to the doctor.
2: How am I a threat to the doctor? I'm trying to see if she's okay.
1: You broke in. You broke the law. to see if
2: she's okay. I'm sorry. Do you know what she does?
1: I'm very aware of the doctor's practice.
2: Oh, but that's okay. That's okay. You'll hold me to a higher standard than you'll hold your own doctor.
1: You are confusing. That doesn't
2: make any sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your analogy is faulty. I am not holding you to any standard. But I am holding you to the standard that you have broke a law. Make a judge intent. I don't know. It's a stat like memory, composure, judge intent.
2: Oh, I have ten.
1: Four. Sorry. She's actively trying to delay you. You can definitely tell that she's (laughs) interfering. I apologize. Your attempted egress means I must make further actions. I will now begin trying to siphon the air out of the room.
4: Do I hear that?
1: No, no, the, the door is... Zoe can talk beyond the door, but you can't hear the computers sp- speak because it's muffled at an angle. Zoe can then reiterate everything
2: she's saying. I am
4: going to react very dramatically to that.
2: Really? Really? You're going to siphon all the air out of this room because I'm trying to get out.
1: All right, you hear some sucking noise.
2: Tell her if she does that, I'm going to... Yeah, the door off
1: hinges. I apologize for ending your biological signature, but this is important.
2: Okay. If you do this, this door is coming off the hinges. Like it's just going to be, I, we're going to rip it off. That's going to happen. And it's going to be your fault. And Sonny is going to be angry.
1: The door is reinforced steel. It is meant to be able to handle a sizable blast. I fear that you will not be able to remove it.
4: How far is the door off the hinges? Make a
1: judge intent. There's vacuum sound is pretty loud. Holy shit. Hold on. Nine. You've noticed no change, and you're, you've, you've gotten excited. You're pretty fucking scared, but you're not breathing any harder as if the air was being sucked out. <laughs> you realize she's making every attempt to delay you from doing your action, and she succeeded. You really thought for a moment she was sucking the air out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize about those attempts to delay you. The fear of death is something that most organics like yourself have problems with. (laughs) Would you like to be disconnected? I have enough backups of myself that I will not be disconnected. Well. Do you have a backup of yourself?
2: No, but that would be pretty neat. I have an understanding
1: that there are biological researchers out there that actually detail biological backup options. Yep. Where people have successfully done so. Please stop with your egress. It is damaging the doctor's door. Oh, it's not going to Two this time! Yeah, we've got to four! Alright, you got a pin almost out. She says, now Nancy will say, I have attempted only in passing to subdue your actions. Now I will actively work to put down your actions. You hear a lot of noise coming from the inner office area
2: oh shit
1: uh 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 bang harder you want like drop an edge in it
2: or something okay drop an edge do it we got a six yes and uh that's okay so that's two two Uh uh-huh and i got another six hell yeah keep going okay that's a two
1: Four. Four more to the four already. Bam! The pin comes out. The door swings open. It sounds like a drone coming up the stairs, stomping. And out comes a rumba. And then the door slides (laughs) shut. You bitch. I love you. My attempts are only to delay you. At this point, the rumba comes out, starts, like, cleaning up, like, running around.
2: After, After the door comes off, I point to Nancy and say, I love you, you bitch. I'm sorry about the door. And then I can, can I just like put the pin, does the pin slide back in there and then I'll close the door? Oh, there's there's three pins. By the way,
1: there's three pins. You got one of three out. Oh. Yeah.
2: I thought you said the door slid slid open. No,
1: no. The door that let the the little cleaning bot come out. Yeah. Ah. she's, She's basically messing with you. All right. So it slows, you got the pin out. You still got two more pins to go. Okay. She says, I apologize. All my attempts have been specifically to delay you.
2: Why? What's the reason? Because I'm going to keep doing this until you tell me the reason.
1: Because someone is coming. Who? I cannot tell you. Why? Because that, that is confidential. And you're still banging away now? You're like, I'm not yes, playing your shit anymore. Still going. But,
2: I'm not know. playing your shit.
1: All right, go ahead. Roll two more dice.
2: I got two successes. Right. Well,
1: at this point in time, it really doesn't matter too much. Alan, as you are hanging out, being are you up the stairs? Or are you at the doorway itself?
4: I think he's up the stairs because...
1: Pretending to be cleaning. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This guy walks up to the door. He's on the outside of the door. He's a rather large, orcish-looking guy. He's wearing a nice-looking jacket and a hat. He's in the rain. He's got the little plastic cover on and whatnot. He walks up to the door, and he begins looking in. He does like this, and he looks in through the light. You know, so he's covering it so he can see into the lit Because there's a glass door that goes into this hallway that you're currently in. And he's looking in, and he sees you, and he's doing like that. So you, you definitely see this guy doing like that. Then you hear from around the corner, that's the guy, Mr. Luciano. That guy right there. And as you turn to look the other way, you see the security guard with Lucky Luciano at the far end of the hall. And Lucky looks down the hall, who the frag are you? He opens his coat. You see, he's got a gun on his hip. And what Lucky sees down the hallway is an orc security, as an orc janitor. <laughs> and he starts walking down the hall. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't do like this and show a gun. He just does his hands out like this. Who the heck are you,
4: Lucky? Lucky?
1: He begins walking closer. At that point in time, is when you say Lucky, his hands jerk, guns fold out from under his sleeves, large guns fold out pop up, jump into his hands. I really hate meeting strange people who know my fucking name. Cocks back. Two desert eagles come out and with high precision clip together as several pieces into his hands and then pulls back the hammers. You have seconds before I give you more holes to breathe through.
4: I'm I'm Alan. I'm stuck in Sonny's office. Um, And he's not at this point in time.
1: You hear the door behind you has opened up. The very large orc has now stepped in. From under his coat, he's pulling out what looks to be an immigrant smart gun. Oh, shit. Nancy, from the other side, I don't have to delay you anymore. Good luck. And the TV turns off and the door unlocks.
2: The door unlocks? Yes. I'm going to open the door. Okay. Real slow. Alan, what do you want to do?
4: Out
1: here. So, Alan, you see the doors opening. Zoe's coming out. Zoe, you can see no more than a meter away is this wall of muscle in a very nice suit. And in <laughs> his hand is an assault weapon that is almost as big as you. And it has a drum casing attached to it that's as round as your head.
2: Oh, shit. Signals Do I see are lucky? flying everywhere.
1: No, you don't. You see this orc dude, and you see another orc that's calling you Zoe. You don't know who the fuck that orc is but it's in a janitor outfit. You can make a will save versus the spell, but it's a six. It's uh, it is a intuition. Sorry. Intuition slog. It's to realize that's actually, no, oh, your physical mask was a four, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. So it's four.
2: Let's see if I can do this.
1: Five. You see Alan with an image of an orc over him. He's got his quarter staff. The quarter staff actually looks like a mop. So you know what the hell's going on. Bam. Alan says, Zoe, we've got some problems. Zoe, what do you want to do?
2: <laughs> Alan, this is, does not look good, buddy. Um. Uh,
4: this really, really does not look good, no. Not lucky here. Lucky? Yes,
2: lucky. Lucky! And then I'll just like, lucky! Lucky and Zoe!
1: As you start making noise, the guy turns the large gun and points it down the hall. The laser beam shoots down, and his high level of skill allows him to take that automatic weapon and put the dot right between <laughs> your eyes as he holds it up. And I'll just, I'll put my hands up. Boss, they know you. I don't know no Kenzo, f- and, so, and I don't know this stupid orc. Bullshit! You know me! Don't call bullshit on me. I don't even know who the hell you are. I haven't even seen you yet. And at this point in time, he's walking with one of his desert eagles pointed straight at Alan. And he's got the other one lowered as he's moving forward.
2: very quiet. So my normal attire is, like, crop top leggings and boobs. Right. Boobs. So he remembers boobs. (laughs) You're
1: hoping that this lecherous individual remembers your cleavage.
2: Yeah! Yeah, Exactly! I just kind of (laughs) go... All
1: right, so are you coming up the stairs?
2: Yes. I'm coming up real slow. My hands are up.
1: All right. The the guy's looking, and uh, as... As he's got the gun trained on you, Lucky's coming down the hallway. He's got one gun trained on Alan. He raises the other gun and says, Go ahead and lock down the first floor. We found him. And then he puts his arm back down, and he's got his gun pointed toward the ground. As Lucky comes around the corner, he sees you. He gets to make a memory test. Now, currently, he's sober, so he loses two dice.
3: What? He's a functioning alcoholic.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Right. Come on, remember the boobs.
1: <laughs> Three successes. He normally he normally has ten dice, but he's suffering penalties because he's not drunk. That's fine. He looks at you, looks you up and down, stops at your tits, and looks at your face, looks back at your tits.
2: <laughs>
1: the orc goes, keep your hands up. Lucky like goes, Sweet cheeks? Yep. What the hell? You decided to go against the doctor, break into her office?
2: No, we can't get a hold of the doctor. We don't know where she is. That doesn't mean you could go break in into her office. Well, I was worried about her. Sorry. It's the only thing
1: I know how to do. When I get worried about somebody, I call them. If they don't call me that, they don't call me back. I have plenty of people that come in and out of my life all the time. That doesn't mean I go to their house and break open a door.
3: Right.
2: Can I put my hands down now?
1: The orc goes, no.
2: Can you can you tell the orc to take the gun off of me so I can put my arms down? Please? Lucky like goes,
1: Dale, you're going to have to pat her down. Make sure she doesn't have a weapon. She's dangerous. Do I look like I have a weapon on me? Lucky's smiling at this time. Yeah, she's dangerous. So at this point in time, the orc's going to move forward. He brings the gun down. He's going to move behind you and start checking around your hip and whatnot. Lucky's smiling.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alan's remembering this guy's face.
1: All right, He's doing a legitimate search. He's not just fondling right. you to... This guy's really scared of you, because Lucky has given this notion. Anyways, uh, you can go ahead and cut it out. She ain't got anything on her. At this point in time, he lets go of his guns. They break into pieces, fold up, and slide into his sleeves.
2: That's a pretty interesting trick.
1: He turns, looks at you, and says, You! Pointing at Alan. Mook, what's up with the magic? Drop your spell.
4: I dropped the spell. Oh shit! Alan!
2: You remember him, but you don't remember me.
1: Look, honey cheeks, I know who you are now. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. But you're still
1: breaking into Doctor Dalen's office. So uh... yeah.
2: Have you talked to her today?
1: No, I haven't talked to her today. I haven't talked to her in a few days. She's busy. She's got stuff she's doing.
2: We did a job. Yeah. We're holding some packet. Whoa, whoa, We're holding Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out time, out! time
1: out! Time out! Whoa! whoa, whoa. Don't. Nah. You, you don't talk about this stuff here. He looks over the security guy. Thank you so much. You can go ahead back to what you're doing. We got family business to talk about. He's like, yes, Mr. Luciano. Glad I could help. And he gives you guys nasty stares as he walks off.
4: I give him a, nasty, a cold stare back.
1: This is my fucking building. What the hell do you think you're doing? Uh, can we talk now? Yeah, let's go down to the doctor's office. Let's go back down to the doctor's office. That place is private. Ain't nobody around. Right. All right, so you guys all go down into Dr. Dale's office. He sees the furniture and the door. What the hell? I was trying to get out. So you decided to do the reverse IKEA thing? Yes. I bought that table. That's an expensive table.
2: Yeah, and you had your goon fill me up, so it's paid for.
1: I ain't had a chance to fill you up.
2: Yeah, you're not going to either.
1: Remember that I'm the one who has the upper hand here. You don't get to make choices.
2: We did a job. We have a package for her, and then she up and disappears? No. That seems really, uh, not correct. So we've tried to get a hold of her. Multiple times, since yesterday, and her phone is out of order. Actually, (laughs) I guess, uh, I'll try to call her number again. Okay. Ring, ring, ring,
3: ring, ring, ring. We're sorry, but the number you have reached is not in service at this time. Please check the number or try your call again later. Thank you. Goodbye.
1: Lucky like he says, you probably got the wrong number. Hang on, let me try. And he calls a number.
3: We're sorry, but the number you have reached is not in service at this time. Please check the number or try your call again later. Thank you. Goodbye. What the track I told you. All right, all right.
2: This is my business to use electronics. And to
1: break into innocent doctor's offices and destroy the furniture.
2: Right. Okay, so
1: the doctor's, uh, she's out of town. She's gone incognito. Right as a job was happening. That definitely says something might be up. Yeah. How much did she promise to pay you?
4: Too standard.
1: He kind of looks around for a minute. Looks over the big guy. Go ahead and plan for a contractor to come out of here and fix this mess. Get a new table. Everything clean as day. Make sure there's no records of these guys coming in here and back breaking stuff. Also, make sure they get paid. Where's this guy I suddenly inherited? Who is he? He's out in the car.
4: And I give him the name. Finally, Under the Stakes, in this name. He's wanted at the Enclave.
2: The what? I don't know. It's something he was screaming about. It doesn't really matter. The fact is, we have the guy. We wanted to drop him off. And Sunny's nowhere to be seen. I'm a little worried because, honestly, I like Sunny.
1: I like Sunny, too. But Sunny does this every once in a while. That's what she does. It's her thing. She disappears.
2: A little unprofessional while the job is going on. I'm just saying.
1: Let me check who uh, who asked you. Nobody. All right, sister. You're done here. I'm going to take me up. Let me see this guy. And we're done. I'm going to get rid of all of this problems for you. Okay. All right, so you guys do what? He Mostly... At this point, he's unnerved. He's, he's like, ah, I'm done with this shit. He's like, fuck it.
2: Just do me a favor. If you get in hold of Sunny before I do, let her know to give us a call and let her know if she's okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Trust me. I'll do that. <laughs> All right. So a nice car pulls up and unloads the dude. They take him out of a duffel bag. Really?
2: Well, I mean...
1: It was an option. So he's gonna they're gonna take this guy. Would you hit him with a brick?
2: Toilet <laughs> seat.
1: <laughs> um, they'll slot you two KH. No, he's gonna slot him two KH. That's what they just said. He doesn't know any better.
2: To standard? Yeah. He you gonna use... go no.
1: He shrugs. What?
2: It's three K each. Three K. You said two. No, too standard. I don't speak that language. Okay, well, I'm telling you right now. Ugh. Somehow, I get more New York every time I
3: talk to Lucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fine, he gives you three k each. Thank you. You're not welcome. Don't ever come into my house and break my shit. Next time, I will be so nice. Well, I appreciate
4: your niceness.
1: What's the whole deal with this guy, anyways? Other than this Enclave thing?
2: I don't know. We were just told to pick him up. All right.
4: And that he had to be in his condition.
1: All right. I'll figure out what to do with him. Okay. One more
4: second. Oh, uh, interesting truck. Oh, yeah. It's
2: my husband's. Husband's? Hmm. Husband boyfriend. Not sure what to call him. It was kind of thing. To tell.
4: He's not from round here. (laughs) I can see that.
2: Have a wedding present to finish. Oh, you're going to a wedding. I love this. Oh, well, that's nice. Where is she having it? Scotland.
1: Oh. So after everything's been shuffled over from one vehicle to the next, uh, Lucky walks back over and he goes, "Is there anything else I need to know about this guy?"
4: Accountant.
1: Okay. Is he what is Is he wanted by anybody other than this uh, shadowrunner bullshit organization? No. Okay. Look, I uh, I am not a normal person when it comes to the way things work in my head. So you'll have to give me just a little bit. I realize that uh, I might come off a little bit too much, as the doctor would say, and I need to tone it back. This wouldn't be the first time that the doctor's got herself into a situation and she's disappeared. She'll be back if she wants to, but she's done this before. So I'll keep an eye out. You keep an eye out. And, uh, if you see her before I do, please let me know. And if I see her, I'll tell her you were concerned. That works. All right. And I apologize about the the names. It's a thing I do. Yeah. And all this you just saw doesn't exist around them. And he points over to the mook. Okay.
2: Okay. You're actually a nice guy, Lucky.
1: Don't say that too loud. All right, you should probably go now before I actually decide to start saying other things. Like what? Like you've got nice tits.
2: Thanks. I know.
1: I'd like to bury my face in them.
2: Oh, God, I gotta <laughs> go.
1: And he walks off. <laughs> I'll wiggle my ass a little bit as I walk away. All right, he's trying to not pay attention. Alcoholism has reached a fine and low. That means his uh, lecherousness is starting to shoot really high. <laughs> all right so you guys are free downtime down. i'm going to give some experience you guys can now both put lucky luciano on as a contact if you don't have it he is now a contact uh loyalty of two if you don't already have him if you do have him, the loyalty goes up by one should be a three now he has a connections of five it's a four his connections is a four So he gives you his contact number in case you need anything. He paid you the 3k each. He is a mafia don and a fixer. So he can do fixer work as well as mafia don stuff. You get two karma for the wonderful time that we had tonight. I did enjoy the role playing, so you're going to get an extra karma for all that role playing you guys did. That was really good, so a total of three. Uh, You accomplished a task at hand, which was getting dealt with the uh, Alta here, handed off to somebody. You could have let him go, too, by the way. You could have done that. You would have still succeeded. So
2: always finishes the job.
1: Finding out what's going on with Sunny. Delving into that was part of the whole the deal. And uh, yeah, so you guys did really good. Last but not least, we're looking at six months of downtime.
0: for listening to the Original Box Set Shadowrun podcast. Our runners will pick up where we left off next week. In the meantime, you can connect with us via Facebook or YouTube to check out actual play videos of the Original Box Set playing Shadowrun and other tabletop RPGs. You can also swing by our website at originalboxset.com and check out our gaming calendar, additional information about our games, and images that inspire our worlds and characters. And if you're enjoying our work, Please consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash originalboxset so that we can continue to bring you this podcast as well as other great actual plays and entertainment. Today's featured music is titled Epic Song from Alpha Brutal, and trust me, the whole song is pretty epic, so check it out. We'll catch you next week, chummers. And now for all this legal dreck. The original box set is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The Topps Company Inc. has sole ownership over the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun! The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to Original Box Set, that's us, to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Original Box Set in any official capacity whatsoever. Oh my goodness, that's so much. Okay, bye.